afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I am classic. Pat Francis with a twist of line. <laughs> and I'm new Gary Lucy, now sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us as always is uh, Matt Bonap, the silent, not so Hello. partner. Yes. Kyle's here. here. Kyle's here. It's always great. Uh, Kyle, you bring a very calming presence. Yep. Yep. I love and that. Kyle has a great t shirt on today. It's a. Uh, it's uh, it's Walt from Breaking Bad's face with Bane's mask. With Bane's on. mask on it, and then it says in the uh, in the Breaking Bad font, it says Breaking Bat. Get it? Hey, Kyle! <laughs> <laughs> it's a pop culture mashup. It is. It is a pop culture mashup. Pat, and, I I move yeah. I move we keep the grab assing to a minimum up top here because right. uh, we got a big show. We do. We got a we got a big show. We got a guest. Unless, unless, unless you had some great. I got assery. nothing. I got. No, I'm ready to jump right in. Okay. We got. Uh, Stop talking about it and do it. <laughs> we got it. We have a gentleman today. Yes. And he, uh, he's self-proclaimed, much like the Michael Jackson, declares himself <laughs> the king of pop. This gentleman declares that he is the king of TV. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello. To Paul Goebel. Paul, welcome to Rock Solid. Thank you for having me here. So you're saying no one has ever called Michael Jackson the king of pop except himself. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. So no one has ever said No, that. they did after he proclaimed himself that. After he said that? Yes. Well, then he, that was re- reaffirmed, and therefore he was proclaimed the king of pop by all. Not just himself, but by everybody. I mean, somebody has to be the first, right? Self-proclaimed. <laughs> somebody called George Washington the first president. Well, that's because he was. Yeah, when he after he said I'm the first president, <laughs> and everyone agreed with him, then he was the first president. Is that how he got elected? <laughs> just claimed so, it. They were like, "We need a president." He said, "How about me?" And they went, "Okay." But he just called shotgun, and he was it. He was but either either way. You know what though about about Michael Jackson? A lot of people continued to use the self proclaimed. The, what I would consider a disclaimer, like yes. they, they didn't like people call him the king of pop, but a lot of people do for years were just just kept calling him the self proclaimed king, king of, of pop, pop because right. I think they they resented the fact that he sort of called chose himself that the title yeah. for himself. But that's how, the only reason. I how say. was he not the king of pop though? That's the other thing. Exactly, well, he Beatles. was. Why are we putting our... But, they're, but they're, well, that's four guys. Four guys can't be king. That's they're the kings of definition. pop. The kings of pop. No. They're the four dukes. Paul, we don't need to put you on the defensive here. You are... You're, you are you're, I was on the defensive as soon as I walked in that There's door. A, now, we got to tell you, if you hear any... Thudding or... Thudding or humping or bumping. There's a, apparently, there's a there's an acting class next door. And it's, uh, it's um, chock full of models. So, uh, I don't know what they're doing I over there. But I, I wish I was over there. I think they're working on the rape scene from the accused. Something's <laughs> crazy. There's a pinball machine over there. On their runway walk over Someone there. Someone just got a high game on that pinball machine. <laughs> so. I, got a, I just got asked where the bathroom was by like a good-looking version of Naomi Watts. This <laughs> way, man, pretty lady. I just saw a hot dude when I walked. In. Yeah, yeah, I saw yes, that guy too. Fellas too. Yeah, move over, Mike Siegel. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is in town. So, well, obviously, uh, a couple weeks ago we had the uh, we had the comedy film nerds on, and we. Mm-hmm. Talked about uh, movie soundtrack songs, <laughs> and with Paul Gobel here today, obviously we're going to be delving into classical music. Yes, clearly we're going to be talking about self-proclaimed <laughs> king of classical music. We're going to be talking about our favorite 
TV theme songs. So the, the ones you picked for your list, Paul, those are your, some of your favorites. Yes, they are. Okay, yes. great. So what we do here, Paul, I don't know if you've heard the, the show. Oh, this is a show? Yeah, yeah, we're actually recording right now. Oh, I thought we were just fucking around talking <laughs> no, about Kyle's no, awesome no, no, t-shirt. No, no, no. That's actually a, a great band, though, Kyle's awesome t-shirt. That's, that's another They podcast. opened up for My Morning Jacket. It was fantastic. <laughs> that's a podcast I have. Uh-oh. We just talk about Kyle's t-shirt. Kyle's t-shirt. <laughs> he walks in and we're like, nice. Nice. Here we go. <laughs> Three minute, nice little mini podcast. So um, uh, how many songs do you have on your list this week, Gary? Uh, you know, five, six, something like that. Five, six. How many do you have, Paul? I have eight. I have eight also. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I'll tell you what. I'm going to start, and then we'll okay. just go around yeah, that sounds good. this way, and we'll get it going. So uh, so what I did, Paul, anything you want to promote? Are you doing anything, Paul? I know you have a podcast. Well, yeah, I have my own podcast, The Paul Goebel Show. Right. Uh, we, uh, we're up to like episode 315, something like that. It's just a free-form conversation about whatever happens. Well, it's mostly we talk about TV. Yeah, just free form in it. Well, about whatever. But mostly about TV. Yeah, I mean, you talk about, you know. Television. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking. We actually, we just. Cooking did, shows. We just did our fall preview episode with the Battleship Pretension guys. So uh-huh. Boo. Want- <laughs> oh, no, 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 I thought we were just if, booing other podcasts. Yeah. So if you want to find out what's good to watch, listen to my most recent episode. We reviewed all the new shows. It's good. And then the week before that was the Emmy show, which was fun. Cool. Those guys are nice, except a little pretentious. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, the name. Uh, okay, let, let's get this kicked off. Here's what I did. I decided that I would take uh, I would take uh, my favorite TV theme song from each decade, starting with the 50s, because apparently in, in the 40s, no television. Nope. So, uh, there was, but a little there was bit. nothing on. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. So I was just, yeah, so the 40s theme was just going to be... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this show, when I was a kid, I loved this show. It's, You're uh, old. Yeah, I'm old. Well, I wasn't. I was. I watched this show in reruns. You I are, wasn't. You are the oldest person in the room. Oh, right? absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So uh, this show. Uh, this show was uh, 1959, and uh, this was uh, only what five years before I was born. But uh, but it, the show was still on. Uh-huh. Uh, the show is called Bonanza. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's hear the theme. Then we'll talk about Bonanza. Three gay guys leaving with their dad. <laughs> Here comes Pop. <laughs> you know, no one could ever find the Ponderosa Ranch because they kept burning the map. At the front of the <laughs> I know. Halfway, halfway there, the map burns There's up. There's so many great... Self-combustible. So you didn't have the version where Lorne Green mm-hmm. sings the lyrics? No, no, because that wasn't, that wasn't on the show. That's true. That wasn't the version. So that's the why... But they did sing it in an episode of the show. When oh, they, right. they're out there's an episode at the end where they're all it's without music but uh-huh. they're all out working and grab ass and, and uh, <laughs> they sing and they sing the song to each other I love any show where every week the main characters wear the same clothes yes <laughs> um, yeah. it, it adds a, it's a lovely continuity thing but now what was <laughs> there's so many jokes about Bonanza first of all all the sons Haas, Adam, Little Joe they all have different moms right so what is Ben Cartwright killing his wives <laughs> not just Ben but everybody if you watch an episode uh, if you watch Bonanza every, it's almost like every other episode is about one of the boys especially Little Joe 
know is is in love with a woman who gets killed or gets or dies. Mur- murdered or yeah. blown up or trampled by horses or something like that. Yeah. So they have really bad luck with women. But then about every five shows, they'll have that comedic episode like Hosses in the Pancake Eating Contest. <laughs> right. And, they, and you can tell it's funny because of that funny music. Yeah, you're right. They're, 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 and, then, uh, and then the other thing, I don't know if people knew, but I'm pretty sure three of the four actors uh, wore toupees on that show. Well, Pernell Roberts was like one of the few who didn't because he was, I don't know, for some reason it was weird that... It, I thought he did wear a toupee. No, he was losing his hair, but I don't think he wore a toupee. And and, and uh, Dan Blocker wore a toupee, but like a very, like one that made it look like he wasn't one. Because you go, that's a terrible toupee. It looks like he's bald. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's just a little wispy. And Lauren Green, of course, yeah. wore one, but not... Not uh, Michael Landon. Not Michael Beautiful Landon. He's, the, he's uh, the man, isn't magnificent he? That short green coat and the brown pants. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> Fucking little Joe All kicking right. some ass. <laughs> so that's mine. Bonanza. A lot of talk. <laughs> Paul, what do you got? Um, well, I, my list is just about songs that are awesome. Not I didn't watch a lot. Some of these are shitty shows. That's okay. Some of that's them fine. are good shows, but they're are uh, because uh, I listen. I have my iPod loaded up with TV. How many songs. do you have in there? Uh, just TV theme songs It's yes. like 500 Wow that's awesome It's just like Every TV theme song I come across I put it on my iPod And I listen to it And uh You got the Breaking Bad TV theme in there? Wait no Cause it's very It's just <laughs> I love it But you put it on A continuous loop maybe. Uh, But you know what In, song, in song pop They play it And there's apparently yeah. A longer version That you never it's hear unrecognizable. It's unrecognizable it's, it's such bullshit yeah. How am I supposed to Identify that? You just have to learn it No you're right It's And then there's like I don't know if you I've been playing song pop A lot lately But when they play The Wonder Years theme Mm-hmm. There's like that very quiet, soft, yeah. Joe Cocker thing at the yeah. beginning. I'm like, and it's not a song. It's no. just a, 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 a groaning yeah. sound. Yeah, and something. like four <laughs> seconds later, you're like, oh, Wonder Years, right? right, right. I got it. Yeah. No, I hate that. There's a lot of that bullshit in that game. Oh, the, <laughs> the first song I got on my list is Suck Pop. <laughs> is the theme to Cowboy Bebop. What? And Cowboy Bebop is an anime oh, show. Oh, yes, yes. And I'm okay. sure Kyle, the nerd, knows about it. Um, <laughs> but it's an anime show from Japan. It's very popular. Um, and I've Kyle, never... the nerd. nerd of course. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of Cowboy Bebop, and I'm not into anime at all, but it is a great song. And I'm sure it's, I'm sure the song exists uh, independently of the show. But it's just an awesome jazz number that all right. is really kick-ass. And I, you may have heard, if you've gone to a comedy show, you may have heard it because people always love to play it before comedy shows because it gets the audience going, I guess. All right. And the best part is the guy talks at the beginning before it kicks in. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. It, it, it definitely sounds like it's a TV theme song, though. Yeah, it's pretty kick-ass. Got it? That is awesome. Right? Yeah, nice. I don't know. The, the, I guess the cartoon is... Is the cartoon good, gun Kyle? Whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. imagining a lot of busty assassins. Is that... Uh... Oh, no, okay. Not no. Oh. Not nerdy enough, Gary Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of guns. There's gunplay in the show. Like space 
bounty hunters. Space bounty uh, hunters. Space bounty hunters. Are they are they busty in any way? Uh, no, they're mostly men. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not Aeon Flux. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. Well, uh, any chance I get to play Big Star, you know I'm going to take it. Yeah. So uh, from the from those first seasons of that '70s show, I think they used the original version of Big Star. Yep. For in the streets, and then they went to Cheap Trick. And then they went to Cheap Trick, and they changed it to instead of in the streets it was called that '70s song. Yeah. But uh, yeah, probably probably Alex Chilton probably got a couple shekels from it. But sure. this is uh, this is the original in the street. Let's hear a little bit of this. Back in this back seat, Wilmer Val- Valderrama. That's right. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that song before. Oh, is that right? I've never oh. heard that version. That's that's the original that's, version. Yeah, that's the original, original version. version. There you go. That's very cool. I'm glad you like it. Nice. I guess who's the king now? Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> big Not Star is the name of that band? Yeah, Big Star. Oh, I don't big know. Star. You never heard of Big Star? I never have. No. Nope. Oh, you got to oh, check you'll, them you'll out. Yeah, you'll treat. go crazy. Your head it's will explode. Be great. Oh, I got new things to download now. Nice. Illegally, of course. <laughs> we, are, we are now going to jump to 1966. I am two. Years old. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think there's a better theme song that is more simplistic and yet nails it than this one. Hit it, Matt. <laughs> so we could sing along, but I forgot to print them up. That's a Neil Hefty joint. That's Neil Hefty. I used to love when, uh, in the third season, when Batgirl's uh, yeah. thing Ooh. came across. Even though it was animated, and even though it was just like a... A piece of cardboard that they would slide across there. Yeah, still give you a boner. Still sexy. Yeah. Well, remember, I when I was a kid, I watched it in reruns, and they'd show them all out of order, so you never knew, and it was almost like a surprise. Oh, a surprise. Yeah, you're right. Like at the uh, when she would come over, you'd be like, "Oh, it's a Batgirl one," and, and we you knew, and you knew it was one episode. It was a single episode. There wasn't going to be a cliffhanger. Right. It wasn't usually. a two parter, and you were too dumb to know that those episodes really were kind of bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> those those last season episodes where they're just barely hanging on. Did you know? I always like to bring this up when the Batman is brought up. Batman got canceled and. And then they were shopping it around to other networks. Okay. And they took it to another network, and the network said, we'll take it as long as we can use the original sets, because we're not going to spend money to rebuild those sets. Right. And they were like, great. And they like literally ran back to the set, and they were bulldozing it. As they, oh, they like no. run in, run onto the soundstage, and they're bulldozing and taking oh, everything down. And that God. was the end. And they said, oh, oh I guess we can't goodness. do it. Because that, uh, that bad cave set is pretty damn cool. It's fucking cool. Nuclear pile and yep. all that shit. It's <laughs> awesome. Slide down, those Slide down the ladder. Bat, yeah, bat poles and all that stuff. Now, Neil, Neil Hefty, thing. he wrote a bunch of uh, TV themes, right? What he, he did, did The Odd Couple. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Neil Hefty. That he was uh, he was very prolific, and and good jazzy themes too. Yeah. That's I like the the bat 
the bat band theme that's the bat dance one it goes do 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 it's a little more jazzy all right less now, less bam and pow in it now your last song was cowboy bebop and now yes. this next one is kind of like a cowboy theme title too yeah it's called gunfight epiphany i don't know why but uh, that's the name of it. And it's the theme to Terriers. And the two things have oh. nothing to do with each other. What, what is Terriers? Terriers was one of my favorite shows in recent history. It went one season on FX. Okay. Starred Donald Logue. And it was about two guys who were sort of private detectives. They weren't licensed or anything. But they were like budget private detectives. It was a great show. It was really well written and well acted. had a great story. Unfortunately, uh, I guess what FX said is they had no idea how to market it. Yeah. And no one, no one knew about it. Nobody watched it. And they even like looked into it when they, like their ratings weren't there. And they're like, what do we do? How can we get, keep the show on the air? And they like held, like they were doing research and they asked people, what would get you to watch this show? And everyone's like, I have no interest in this show. <laughs> and so they had to shit can it. And they even said, they put out a press release said, we're very sorry, but we have to cancel this show. But the theme song, uh, again, was an awesome one that had nothing to do with the show, but it's just very cool, I think. It also had our friend Jamie Denbo was in that show. Oh, um, I heard that they were going to pick it up, and then when they went over there, they were they were bulldozing all the sets down. And so <laughs> they, oh, down. Oh, right. damn it. Well, I, that's just because there was an actual house that they were shooting in, and this guy lost his... Got, got shut out, and his mortgage. So and they, it was Donald Logue, and who was the other actor? Uh... Uh, Michael something, Michael something something. He has three names, but he was on the first season of True Blood. You're the king of TV. You're supposed to know this. Yeah, I, no, I'm just supposed to know more than you. Oh. Do you well, know the guy's name? No. Yeah, Mike, there you go. Michael something so. <laughs> Michael Raymond James. Absolutely. That's his name. Philip Michael Thomas. Michael Raymond James. Are you looking it up, Matt? Yeah, I'll get, get it for Check you. this out. What he, what he's going to say? Michael Raymond James. Oh, yeah. motherfuckers! Oh, all right. Well, it was a great show. That, it, it, it? it had a full like there was a. It, it seemed like an episodic detective show, but then there was like a, a, a storyline that went throughout the season where they were like it just kept getting deeper into this kind of real estate scam. Yeah, and it had a good internal story like between Michael Raymond James and and his wife yes and uh that their thing and then donald Logue and his sister played by his real sister right when she came on there was all and then uh also his ex-partner who was still a cop really good and relationships. his ex-wife his ex-wife came into it yeah there's it's yeah. like a really well thought out and and well-developed show and brilliantly yeah. acted michael raymond james Don, yeah. <laughs> donald Logue is I, I think is one of the most underrated actors in hollywood he's really yeah, uh, he, a brilliant he was, actor he was yeah, awesome the dow of steve Let's uh, hear the song. What do you say? Let's do it. Gunfight Epiphany. Mm. It's got a little Dick Dale feel. Yeah, right? Because it was set in the beach. They live yeah. on the beach.
think I ever heard this much of it. Because, again, yeah, they, they showed like 10 seconds of it in this Yeah, show. this is not the one they used on the show. Because uh, they used a short version on the show, and I sought out a longer version. I yeah, heard... Cool. Because awesome. I looked... Because I was... When I watched the show, I was like, that's got to be a, a song. Who does that right. song? And I looked it up, and I found out it was written specifically for the show. It was mm. never released. And I was like, what? And they said it's called Gunfight Epiphany by these guys. So I, I, I looked up... And I found the long version and downloaded mm. it. Um, but they, I think they played, oh, they would play that version a, at the end of the show. Uh, but of okay. course, there was always talking and bullshit over <laughs> right. the end of the show. Nice. Sounds like a deconstructed Hawaii 5 Yeah, something. I like what you're doing here. It kind of was. Yeah, they were like Hawaii 5 if they weren't cops and had no money. Cool. I always <laughs> felt like it was, if you ever watched Veronica Mars, it was like a cousin of Veronica Mars. Like it's, it's similar setting, mm-hmm. just more, you know, adult, but um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool throwback to like Magnum PI type yeah. stuff. It's a shame that they had to bulldoze the set. Yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> what are you going to do? It sucks. Uh, Matt, I'm going to skip ahead one here. This okay. th- what? Why, Gary? What's uh, going on? Just I want to uh, you know just sh- shake things up a little bit. Don't All worry, right. don't worry, guys. Um, calm down. Calm down. This is uh, <laughs> this is like a women's studies class, uh, p- uh, uh, an entire semester packed into one minute. It That's is. what's going on next door. Yeah. <laughs> Woman's studies class. I'm talking about like you know you know you get a, a degree in feminism just by listening to this okay. tune and hit it, Matt Belknap. Joan of Arc with the Lord to guide her. She was a sister who really could. Get it? Look. The first the country was falling apart. Betsy Ross got it all sold up. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. That uncompromising, enterprising, anything but tranquilizing. Right on, Maud. Oh, that is a funky brew. That, uh, definitely. That's my ringtone. Is that right? Yes. Maud <laughs> is my ringtone. If you call me, that's what you get. That's what that's what I hear every time. Now, who sang the theme to Maud? I don't know. You guys know? No. Michael Raymond, whatever. <laughs> no, Donnie Hathaway. You're kidding me. No, oh, my God. Oh, wow. Legend Donnie Hathaway mentioned in that song, Rehab. By, yeah, uh, exactly. And how did he die? Uh, he burned in his bra. Burned in his bra. <laughs> no, he jumped out a window. Oh, that's right. Oh, I would have guessed drugs, but he jumped out a damn yeah, window. He killed himself. I think he might have been on drugs. Wow. Why else would he jump out a window? But, was it? Uh, uh, what floor was he on? Oh, second floor. <laughs> he jumped out and then got hit by a car. Was oh, jeez. And then a bulldozer. He got bulldozed. <laughs> oh, and they were going to do another song. Yeah. Song. They're going to do another song. <laughs> they, what? they bulldozed oh, Donny Hathaway. Damn it. <laughs> Mod is one of my favorite themes, not only to hear but to sing. Yeah. It is a fun oh, song. Yeah. Paul, you sing. Do you want to? You want to sing something for us today before <laughs> oh, the show's over? Oh, I, I mean, I never turned down an opportunity to. Maybe, to maybe you can close. Maybe you can close out. Maybe you have a theme song, right? Maybe you could sing that. That's for true. Us I again. do have my own theme song. Well, through we'll the Paul maybe Goble we're going to do that right. at the end. We'll see what happens. Are there any other shows where? Uh, remember in the old days when the guy would sing the theme to his own TV show? Oh, That's right. why I did that. I wrote the theme to the Paul Goble show years and years and mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, and uh, I always just wanted it to be my own personal theme song. Mm-hmm. I have people play it when I come on stage, but now it's the theme to my uh, my podcast. And I'll tell you this: 
when I recorded my 200th episode, I sang it live, sounded exactly the same. I still <laughs> you, haven't lost a, you haven't lost a step. Absolutely not. I still See, got the you, you will never jump out a window like Hathaway, who lo- obviously lost his voice. Clearly. I mean, I'll jump out a window, but not to kill myself. <laughs> right. Just, just to sh- say, look at me, just to get attention. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did Kelsey Grammer sing the Frasier theme? I know he wrote it. But yes, did he, he also did sing it. it? Yeah. Okay, there you go. That, that might be the last one. Yeah. Yeah, there's Jimmy Kimmel. Very few. Jimmy, Ki- Jimmy Kimmel. Well, Jimmy Fallon actually sings the theme to guys with kids. Oh, that's know, interesting. Since he produces interesting. it. But, oh, wow, interesting. And you better listen to it quick because it ain't going to be on much longer. <laughs> oh, predictions. That's one of my predictions. Yeah, that show sucks. Pat Francis. All right. I'm pretty sure. I have two songs from the 70s. I'm cheating a little bit. I'm pre- but I picked this first one because I'm pretty sure. Did you tell me once this song makes you sad, Matt Belknap? Oh, it's incredibly depressing. This makes just, you really- Just the sound of the notes makes me sad because, okay. yeah, it's a Bef- bummer. Before we started, Kyle, uh, lock the windows because we are on the second floor <laughs> and we don't want to lose our producer. And let's listen to a little bit of the song that makes Matt I wonder sad. why a song called Suicide is Painless. Would bump me out. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This is a. I'm going to call this song M Star, A Star, T Star, T. Matt. Just for Matt. What? Is that a match? I don't know how to read. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to read. Now, this song does have lyrics, but not this version. Right. They sang it in the movie, right. not on the show. I just like that little ding. That's like finger symbols or yep. something. Has anybody seen a match lately? Do, do they hold up? Let me tell you something. Good question. I have the entire series on DVD. Mm-hmm. And about three years ago, I said, I'm going to watch these start to finish. Mm. And I did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and every night, my wife would come home from working hard while I was in semi-retirement. Yes. And she would go, how many episodes of this show are there? And there's like, what, Paul? Like 200 and yeah, something? Yeah, the show lasted like 10 times longer than the actual Korean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... What my point is, out of the entire series, I would really only say there were like four that I thought were clunkers. Huh, interesting. Because I was expecting, okay, uh, this guy's leaving, still pretty good. This yeah. guy's leaving, still pretty good. I think it really it holds up and is really solid. And it's there's a noticeable change in tone also. Right, there is. When different characters leave and when Larry, uh, I guess when Larry Gobart left, there was a big change in tone there. The the, the lyrics to the show, I mean, you think it's a sad song without the lyrics. Holy fuck. <laughs> the lyrics are, are so depressing. I know. They make you want to kill yourself. And I actually, if you love the well, lyrics. Well, that's because it's suicide. <laughs> yeah. Suicide's Suicide is about, yeah. If you, if you, lo- you want to hear the lyrics, you can always order my CD off of my website <laughs> because fuck? I sing the theme to MASH <laughs> on my CD. And you're, and you're paying royalties on that song. Uh, absolutely. As we speak, I'm paying royalties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, think that I sing the theme. And the scene in MASH, I think, is they're having a mock funeral right. for Painless the Dentist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why they sing that song. The, uh, the best thing about the DVDs, uh, uh, Gary, to go back to this real quick, is you can watch the episodes without laugh track. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's and great. That's the way to do it because yeah. the laugh track is 
is un- unbearable. Yeah. yeah, especially the first the first few seasons. So overpowering. It's so crazy. yeah, watch it. Now, did ne- they make a deal? That I feel like I heard this recently that they had a deal like with the network that they they didn't have to use laugh track in the any surgery scene or anything. Anytime, <laughs> right. anytime they were in the OR, they, they said no laugh, no laugh track. <laughs> but when they're outside in the first few seasons, it's oh like loud. And, <laughs> and, there's, and you, you're watching, you're like, but well, this is outside. Yeah, not like, a studio audience so following contrived. the camera crew around. Yeah. And also because nobody does that anymore. That's the other no. weird thing. No, there's no laugh track anymore so it no. seems so out of place i know can you imagine watching the office and there's a laugh track it would be a- <laughs> out exactly of control like i miss it i wish they had it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know when to laugh without it <laughs> my uh my next uh from the 70s real quick is i picked this one because i think this not only works as a tv theme song but it also works as just a song and this is uh oh we're playing back to back for you huh yeah okay. wow two in a row huh? yeah big sorry <laughs> sure John Sebastian from The Love and Spoonful, who Gary loves, The Love and Spoonful. Love The Love and Spoonful. Welcome back. I spoon The Love and Spoonful. for your ticket Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you... This song was a legitimate hit, too. Yes, it was. I think I had the single. I had it. Whatever you say you had, I'm going to go. I, I, so did I. Oh, yeah? I have all the episodes on VHS. Yep, I do too, without laugh track. <laughs> or without Horseshack. Like oh. <laughs> I actually do have the Welcome Back, Cotter uh, action figures. I have every one of them. Wow. And Washington is still on card. Oh, good for you. Mint? <laughs> uh, it's not mint. It's a little old. But I have them in my Welcome Back, Cotter play set. What? That my girlfriend... <laughs> what? It, it's in my living room. Where? Well, right now. When? <laughs> and, uh, and Cotter, and I, I like to think, because they're all sitting at their desk except Washington, and I like to think that Washington is uh, frozen in carbonite by, <laughs> yes. by Woodman the Hut. By Woodman the Hut. That's hilarious. Now, I love it. Here's you, the, you have to call Robot Chicken and get this thing in, in the works. Right? Well, they could, I was watching the other day, and they were doing an A-Team thing, and they were using the actual, the same dolls I have, the same action figures I have for my A-Team set. They were using the actual A-Team dolls. It was pretty cool to how come you don't have a show at your house with your dolls? Oh, that's too much work. I can't do all that. I used to, when I used to do uh, those things for uh, comedy.com or .com, uh-huh. NBC, yeah. I used to do interviews. I had an interview with Henry Winkler and an interview with John Travolta, and I would use the dolls, but no one watched that. No one cared. <laughs> Here's a piece of trivia for that song, Welcome Back, Cotter. Mm-hmm. When they originally wanted the song, when they, they wanted a the theme song, they hired two people to do one, okay. John Sebastian okay. and another guy. Who was the other guy? Hmm. Popular artist in the 50s. Michael Raymond Ramundo. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, 50s artist, I'm going to say Fabian. That's a great guess. Yeah. You're very uh, close. Frankie Avalon? Dion DiMucci. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that I bet his version was good. Brooklyn guy. I, I heard it once. It's okay, but it was just called Cotter. And the, the show was originally called Cotter, uh-huh. but John Sebastian wrote that song. And then they changed the name because of the song? Yep. They wow. changed it to Welcome Back Cotter because he that? says Welcome Back. Nice. That's the one they used. Nice. Interesting. And I heard a story. Who did I have? I had, I think I had, uh, I had somebody on my show. Who the fuck was it? Uh, it probably wasn't. They were no good. But they told a story <laughs> about when someone went to see, like Gallagher or somebody uh-huh. in concert. Yeah. And uh, uh, John Sebastian opened for him. Okay. And got booed off the stage. What? What? Wow. Oh no, it was Dangerfield. He went to see Rodney Dangerfield oh in God. concert, and John Sebastian opened for him, and they booed him off the stage. Can you believe That's that? That's terrible. Yeah, that no respect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally no respect. 
Gary, you're up. Uh, do we Wait, skip Paul? We no, no, Gary, you're up. Okay, I get to go. He talks there. so much, I forgot that he didn't play a song. <laughs> uh, my next song is from a show. Uh, it was. It's uh, based on a. St- it was a Stephen King show. Uh, like you know, not based on one of his novels, but an original thing. Like he tried to make a show, and it, like all Stephen King things, it sucked. <laughs> like, any, like any Stephen King thing that's not a, one of his books, the show totally sucked. But it had a great cast: Ed Begley Jr. and Andrew Andrew McCarthy were on it. Um, uh, and it was called Kingdom Hospital. But again, the song has nothing to do with the show. It's just a great song. Your songs are like deep album cuts. Right, this is great. Begley on guitar. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Bye bye, baby. Don't be long. I worry about you while you're Kind of like a Portishead uh, yeah. jam or something. Who's, yeah, who's, a, do you know the artist on this? I have no idea. Well, we'll find. I it. looked it up once, I, and 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 because I, I thought they were. Did real you give fans. up? You were on Google and you typed "Kingdom Hospital theme song." Ah, fuck it. I, I, I went theme song. Kingdom <laughs> Hospital theme work. song, and I said, "Forget it." Then so a bulldozer close. came in and ran over my computer. But the thing is, <laughs> the premise for the show, he got the idea when remember when Stephen King got hit by that truck and oh, he almost right. died. Right. He got the idea for this show or this story when he was in the hospital, and then when he came out, he wrote it down and i guess someone said let's make a show out of it and they did but it was fucking the show made zero sense <laughs> andrew mccarthy of course was terrible on it <laughs> and uh, uh it, it, it was just it was just bullshit but i was i remember watching the first episode and going man that theme song is great that song is called worry about you by ivy ivy of ivy. course the great ivy i have all yeah her, her records uh <laughs> you know ivy is a couple of dudes from uh fountains of wayne in there. Oh, it oh, is. For real? Oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Because I love Fountains yeah. of Wayne. They're like my. There you go. And the that's why this is this uh, this rang true for you. Very nice. Nice. Uh, so uh, I'm going to stick with the, uh, f- the the mod feminism tip, but this is kind of the the Riot Girl version Uh-oh. of mod, the animated version of mod. Let's do it. It was from uh, the uh, Daria show on MTV. Oh yeah, there's a, a group song. a group called Splendora, and it's called um, "You're Standing on My Neck." Excuse me. Excuse me. Anyway, that's a great song. Who did, who did the voice of Daria? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Matt. Great question. I'll look it up. I, I did. I thought that was a song that they just created for that show. So did I because it's so it's so perfect for yeah. the show and the chick singing sounds like Daria. Yeah, exactly. That na na na. I heard they were bringing that back. But oh, really? That'd be nice. I heard a rumor they were like doing new episodes. Well, because they did that run recently. They had a little marathon. Yeah, right. It was like Twitter fueled. Like if guys if, if they got enough hashtags, they oh, would wow. play another episode or something. Yeah. <laughs> did, did um I I thought I, was, I I didn't I always found it weird that Dario was in the Beavis and Butthead universe, but they were not in her universe. No. Be, yeah, it was one of those weird things where it's a spinoff, and yet. Uh, 
it was you know totally different animation yeah. Yeah. totally like she had all these friends who were not in beavis and Butterfly. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. had her sister and yeah, all yeah, these guys yeah, <laughs> yeah daria because uh, Daria was voiced by Tracy Grandstaff. Always had oh, a, Grandstaff. She always had like a Janine Garofalo type delivery sure. kind of, right? Yeah, that was uh, yeah. you know, it was popular at the time. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. <laughs> the time. Now now as men we're tired of that bullshit. Enough. <laughs> Keep oh. your views to yourself, ladies. <laughs> with views. Enough. Francis. Uh, all right, that's Okay. A, uh, uh what what do you got, Pat? This is nineteen eighty two. Mm-hmm. And there's just... Uh, what grade were you in? 82. I was graduating. I graduated high school in 82. Nice. So, um, you know, at that time, I just wanted a place, man, where I could walk in and people might know <laughs> oh, my name. Jesus. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Port- Portnoy. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. It does, man. Did you, did you record tough. this off Taking of your television? <laughs> no, terrible. I, I, I stole this from uh, YouTube. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to get away? This is a song you could probably buy on iTunes. Yeah. No, they didn't have his the original version, though. No. They had some version like, by the TV hitmakers. I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the TV hitmakers. I'd rather steal it than give them one. Again, that's what's in Song Pop. There's like a cover version. Yeah, yeah it's it terrible. sucks. Yeah. You can see. Troubles all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. So this doesn't have that crazy second verse. The second that I love. verse where the little kid hung the cat up the, by its tail. Someone's yeah. gay. Cats in a basket in a gum. Isn't someone gay in the second yeah. verse too? Your hu- your, well, your husband, your wife wants to be a man. I think right, 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 right. <laughs> and your son has turned out gay. <laughs> your son's Michael Raymond <laughs> James. <laughs> Watch Terriers, please. <laughs> and then there's the the even shittier version when it was syndicated. Remember oh. the syndicated version? They cut it. It would last. Just jump right in. Just right into. Chorus. Sometimes, you, yeah. yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. We go, dude, 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 sometimes exactly. you want, like yeah. the worst edit ever. Add another commercial in there. Yeah, so they could, yeah, they cut it, make it shorter. Because <laughs> you got to, uh, th- by the way, none of you guys have friends on your list, right? No. Pat? Well, we're, we're coming to the 90s next. You oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, if I know. Wow. I thought you meant people you know. No. <laughs> like, you, guys, you guys have friends who no, wrote TV mean, theme songs? I don't have any friends. <laughs> I'm friends with Bill Conti. <laughs> uh, Facebook friends, right? Is that what yeah, you mean? we're I, buddies. I could be wrong, but I always thought that that Cheers theme must have been like, they. you know how like in, in TV and even in film, uh-huh. sometimes they, they have the whole sound alike thing where like someone says to a guy, I want this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with that one, they were like, I want Piano Man. Yeah. Just make, <laughs> give me a Piano Man. And then they did that song. By way of taxi. By way of taxi. Work with it. No, oh, that, that was a good theme. I, absolutely. Taxi. Gary Portnoy was a big TV theme song guy. He also did Punky Brewster. Ooh, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. A, How's that go? Classic. Uh, maybe that'll be, maybe that'll if you be order my CD, you find <laughs> oh, out because okay. I sing it. Yeah. How much CD. is your CD, Paul? The Greatest Hits of the King. It's only seven dollars, dollar postage and handling. So eight dollars. Eight dollars. Well, yeah. Unless you want me to, to give it to you, if you want to come over and get it, save yourself a buck. You should have brought a couple of those. You could have signed them and we'd give them away. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, because who would want them? Maybe <laughs> 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 I don't know. What that means. Paul, maybe the world is blind or just a little unkind. Don't know. Seems you can't be sure of anything anymore, although you may be lonely and then 
One day you're smiling, and then is this Punky Brewster? Every time I turn around, I see the girl that turns my world around. And then when she got older, huh? Punky Boobster, right? Boing. Jesus, they were fucking big. Even after she got them reduced, yeah, still, still gazongs. So little moon fry. She was pretty hot. Yeah, shoot the moon fry, huh? Who was her brother? What? Her famous brother? Um, uh, Reverend Sung Young Moon. <laughs> Martin Fry from ABC. Uh, it was uh, Mino Peluse. Mino Peluse. Who's yeah, that? For, he was on uh, Best of the West. Right? And Voyagers. Right, yeah. He was the kid on Voyagers. You never watched Voyagers? Does he got big John boobs? <laughs> <laughs> for a guy, they're pretty big. Right, cool. For a dude. Uh, now, I have a great interest in this next tune. What do you got here? Yeah. Oh, for me? You're reading yes. the, oh, you're, yeah. You're, you're reading ahead? So mm-hmm. am I. Mm-hmm. My fourth list is, is you got four lists. <laughs> yeah, I, I got. I, I'm going. I'm gonna be here all day. Uh, my, the, my number four song is the theme to Life with Lucy. And now, uh, Life with Lucy was Lucille Ball's last sitcom. It was her last try at TV. It was in the '80s. She was super old, of course. That's always funny. Slapstick by an 82 year old, right? And she's uh, she was a grandmother on this show. So, and what um, rock solid favorite played her granddaughter? I have no idea. I don't know either. Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis. From uh, Rilo oh, Kiley. From Rilo oh, Kiley. Oh, nice. Anyway. Excellent. What were the jokes be like, oh, I peed my pants. <laughs> well, it would always, she was like, you know, irascible. And like, I remember in the opening credits, she's on a treadmill. They show her on a treadmill. But the one thing. <laughs> from the waist out. The show was no good. And I've heard a ton of stories. You know, it was one of those things the network was like, we got Lucille Ball. And they, <laughs> they fucking, you know, ran ahead with it. But the only thing that was decent about it was they got Gail Gordon on the show as Ooh, well. Ooh, Mr. Mooney. Yeah, they reunited them. And that was kind of good but it was, just, it was clear those days were over but this is the theme song is sung by Edie Gourmet nice. and it's like it's like the last of the, these kind of theme songs this was back when old people ran Hollywood <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's exactly what it is oh my god wow I know big bands Better than the show. <laughs> it was much better. What you do. The song is also very uplifting. Yeah. It's the opposite of the MASH theme. <laughs> it's true. That is the antidote to my depression. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you just Pat listen to it. It makes into. you feel good, just I, like Lucy did. Lucy's great. And now... <laughs> Uh, that was when uh, when Lucy sounded like your mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's his grandmother. That's right. So Nana made you this monkey. A big hug and a kiss to you, Lucy, because we love. And my mom's name's Lucy. Who's oh. on that shirt, Kyle? Who is that? Oh. It looks like Uncle Fester. <laughs> Let's go to Olive Garden and get Raviola. <laughs> 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 my mom is like Norm Crosby. Is she? mispronounces everything if it ends in an o she ends it in an a and if it ends in an a she ends it in an o like she's like we're gonna go to olive garden tomorrow i saw marla thomas there <laughs> like to, if i talked to her today and she'd go what'd you do today and i'd say i recorded a podcast she'd, she wouldn't ask what a podcast is she'd just go 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> is it because she doesn't want to seem stupid, or she just doesn't she care? just doesn't want to know? She wants anything. to let Pat know how little she cares exactly, about what he's exactly, doing. Oh, exactly. Move on. That, that's code for move uh, on. I've told this story before. They were they came out here to visit, and I took them to see a, a, a show I was doing with uh, Pardo at the UCB. Pardo, Jimmy Pardo, Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> no, she calls him Pardo. Pardo <laughs> puts sure. the accent wrong because probably once you said it's not Parda, it's Pardo. Yeah, she's like, right. well, I'm going to emphasize it, <laughs> Pardo. <laughs> so uh, after the show, the show was great. We were all funny. It was a home run all the way around. Okay, okay. <laughs> she. Uh, so uh, what they said was they complimented everyone in the show but me, and then they said, uh, "Thanks for bringing us." <laughs> <laughs> but then the next right. day, didn't. But she... then the next day, Pilar, my wife said. Uh, how was the show? They're like, great. And, and they go, oh, Pat was really funny. And, and, and my wife said, did you tell him that? Oh, no, he didn't. And she goes, maybe you should tell him that. Then for the next three weeks of their visit, that show three weeks ago, ah! terrific. By the way. Yeah, by the way, in case we haven't mentioned it two days ago, funny. What a great wife, though. That's my, oh, my ex-wife would have never done anything like that. Well, and that's why she's your ex-wife. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Move on. Kicked her to the curb. What's next? Uh, this is like one of those things that it's like, is it the coolest thing or the uncoolest thing? I don't know. I think... Um, you decide. It's okay. uh, f- uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh. And uh, uh, what else but Beretta? Come on. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that is not one of us making that noise. No, it's not. It's not the acting class either. <laughs> Don't go to bed with no price on your head. No. This is Billy Crystal, right? <laughs> In blackface. Don't do the crime. 2011. Do the time. I was a kid, I couldn't get over the fact that the song was called I the Sparrow and Beretta had a pet bird. I was always like, that must be a connection, but he, it's not a sparrow. It's yeah. a cockatoo. And, but why would they do that? And the lyric doesn't even make sense. What does that mean? Keep your eye on the sparrow when I the going gets narrow. Yes, be careful. Watch your ass, I guess. It I rhymes. I've never heard hip, that. These are just hip phrases that he's trying phrases, to teach you, baby. white kids. That's true. And then not kids. only was there a cockatoo, but then what was the name of the pimp in the show? Rooster. Yeah. So it was just yeah, like, it's just like, it's a bird over thing. Thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr., for some reason, loved TV themes. I have a lot of Sammy Davis CDs. And on one, he sings My Mother the Car. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and then he sings Bewitched. It's very popular. And then I saw this clip on YouTube that I downloaded onto my iPod. It's him singing the theme to Chico and the Man. Wow. On a TV special. Beautiful theme. Yeah, it's a great theme. And I, I always like, wow, Sammy just, he would just sing whatever He'd the sing fuck. anything. He loved to sing. And he loved themes songs and the, the best part is when you if you find a clip on youtube he's introducing the song and he's like i i think you'll i think you'll recognize it he doesn't even say it he doesn't even say the name of it because of course we all know the chico man is huge yeah yeah, yeah. very sammy popular cool. in the 70s sammy was the best i was just i was listening to him on the way here oh. and i like how today yes okay it's on i have my my ipod is loaded with sammy davis jr mm. But he was playing some song, and I was thinking about how great he was, and I just thought, well, I guess when you learn to sing and dance before you learn to read, (laughs) you probably grow up pretty fucking talented. I mean, the closest thing we have to him now is uh, Jamie (laughs) Foxx. 
<laughs> now, that see, guy's a triple threat. I thought you were going to say Wayne Brady because Jamie Foxx is actually pretty talented. Yeah, well, I'm not making fun. I'm I'm not trying to. Uh, but he, so he can't dance so much as as Sammy did. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Well, did you guys ever see that Rat nobody. Pack, that shitty Rat Pack movie on HBO oh. where, with Don Cheadle? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that movie sucks. But that scene where Don Cheadle does that song uh-huh. and he sings and dance in front of a big sign that says "nigger," Ooh. it's fucking Ooh. great. Wow, you said wow. that. But I'm referencing the oh, in the word. Okay. Okay. Well, movie. we're going to edit it in a way that you just say it out of the blue. Our <laughs> <laughs> guest today is Paul Goebel. Nigger. <laughs> over and over again. No, that movie sucks, but that's, it's the only number in the movie for some reason. But Don Cheadle, he kills it. And I think he got nominated for Golden Globe for that. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Nice. Yeah. No Wayne Brady, but anyway. He's no Wayne Brady. <laughs> so, my next one from the 90s is the one Paul Goebel said that he hoped no one played. You son of a bitch. You don't like this song? It was so overplayed. How well, are you not is, still sick it? Of is, it is, but let me tell you something. Well, I just brought it because it's of a, of a time period, and when I when we would watch the show, we would that part would come on, and you would clap at home, wouldn't you? Go no. Well, first of all, I hated Friends when it was when it first started, and if you go back and watch that first season, those yeah. episodes are not very good. Okay, it wasn't until they actually became friends that the show got good. You mean Friends off off camera? Yes, when they became real life friends, they had a but chemistry. The real reason to watch friends is because the studio they record in is so uh chilly that uh jennifer aniston uh <laughs> had some things well she she's made it clear she used to put she when she would go in for auditions she uh-huh. would ice her nipples because her nipples are so when big. did she make that clear <laughs> <laughs> she would be a, that she, couldn't be in an interview you know, i'm saying like people who knew her when she was auditioning she would literally be in the in the audition room with a cup of ice getting ready before she wow. went in and i mean I, more power to her because it got her it got her the work because she has great you know great boobs and Big ass Greek nipples, but she would do that to go in. I hopefully, mean, how do you not get the job? Hopefully, we can edit this in a way that the, <laughs> yeah. it says the N word, and then in a way big that has Greek nipples. Yes, yeah, that's what I want. That's my favorite dish at the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> play, just play like two seconds of it. The Rembrandts, the best and worst thing to ever happen to the band. Yeah. Wow, well, yeah. Just have to hear the clapping. Let's get to the claps. Let's get to the clapping. We'll all clap and shut it down. Uh, and yeah. Paul Goebel did not clap. I clapped under the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was you were thinking of, about, of the big nipples. I was. I was clapping with my wiener. <laughs> I like that you say she has made it known. <laughs> She's made it clear. That's what she she made has it never clear. denied it. I'll say that. She's never denied it. <laughs> no one's ever did. asked her that. <laughs> uh, people that she knew grew, growing up. Hey, ice nipples. <laughs> hey, hey, I am. They called her. No wonder Amy Mann called you an asshole to your face. Not Amy Mann. Who? Leslie Mann. Leslie sister. Well, Amy Mann. Boy, if Amy Mann called me an asshole. Well, I probably would rethink that. I'd probably go, man, I got to check myself. <laughs> but Leslie Mann, Give I'll her tell time. you this. Give when Leslie Mann called me an asshole, I, I had a friend, uh, I won't say his this name. Was, we were talking about this uh, before we started. But oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you listen to my podcast, I've told the story numerous times. But I had a guy on the show who used to be on Freaks and Geeks, and I asked him before we started. Sam Levine? I'm not going to say his name, but before we started, <laughs> why? I said. Why? If he was on your show, why can't because you Because gonna... uh, you'll find okay, out why. Okay. But I asked him before we started, I said, hey, you were there that night, the Freaks and Geeks thing. What did I 
I do to call that Leslie called me a, a fucking asshole? He goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I said, and I told him, he goes, gosh, she is such an entitled cunt. Oh, <laughs> he said that about her. And I was like, All right, add that to the mashup with the N word the, and, and the asshole and the sure. nipples. And uh, that would well, be I'll say this about the Rembrandt's theme. I mean, yes, it's certainly catchy. And I mean, I found myself dancing just that two minutes. Yeah. But like you said, the best and the worst thing to happen to him, because they were never, they would never be taken seriously after that. No. However, they still are making money off that fucking show. Sure they are, yeah. Millions of dollars. Because every time that gets played on TV, mm-hmm. they make money. Yeah. And it's getting played on TV right now as we speak. Yep. And I think uh, Friends was just released on, on Blu-ray, so they're getting money from that. Those fucking and- guys. That's they all it takes. That, one they, they wouldn't have been anything with, without that. They did that one absolutely. great song, uh, remember Roll With Me? Do you remember that? The, wasn't that Delamitri? You're right, it is. Yeah. 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 Fuck the Rembrandts. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I mixed them up because I saw them on Anyway. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, so they, Rembrandt's they, got nothing. They would have been that nothing. band that did uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's Deep Blue something. Deep Blue something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What was it? Deep Blue what? Deep Blue uh, James Ray. Uh, <laughs> uh, Deep Blue something. Anytime I get a chance to play this, this I love this song. Is so it Paul? It's Paul's turn. Uh, I'm going to wait. And, uh, <laughs> wow. Because I was just so All right. Sorry. Well, my next song is uh, from... From uh, Boardwalk Empire, which is you know a very popular show, and it's I love it because it's a cool song, but also it's it's very it, it uh, just like a lot of uh, Martin Scorsese product projects. The song is anachronistic to the show; it doesn't mm-hmm. fit in the show. Electric guitars and whatever, and it's uh, it's uh, the song is by um, the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Oh, groovy! Which is a, a pretty cool band, and so and it's a good it's a great song. It rocks. <laughs> Unlike a lot of songs on my list, I love the song and I love the show. And the song kind of sets the mood for the show. I always sit through the opening credits so I can hear the song because I love it. And also, when I found out it was the Brian Jonestown Massacre, I loved it even more because I love that documentary, Dig. Dig yeah. is the best. It's, it's so great and so funny. Those fucking guys are the worst. They're just a bunch <laughs> of a- assholes. Oh, you could, according to Leslie Mann, you could join their uh, their band. I was, she thought I was the lead, lead singer of that band. <laughs> it does really fit, yeah, the, the uh, feel of the show. Did anybody watch that Birdwalk Empire? The uh, I heard about that. The, yeah, the uh, Sesame Street Sesame parody. Street version with... Uh, Ducks and seagulls and stuff in it. Oh, that's kind of fun. Every, yeah. every, every couple of years, they like to bust that out. Like they had the Mad Men one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Parody just for just for the parents. Just for the parents. Anyway. Sesame Street. They'll probably bring that up now with this whole "I like Big Bird, but I'm gonna yeah. fire him" thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bring that back. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to do a hung parody on there. Sesame <laughs> <laughs> Street. Grover would does be have a, a huge cock. So. Well, I thought it would be Snuffleupagus. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, this, I think... We hey, think- bird. <laughs> Look what's between my legs. <laughs> wow. No one can see it. The only, the only big the only bird, bird can suck that cock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. This is our filthiest show ever. Uh, this is not TV friendly. <laughs> hey, bird. Put your beak on. On it. Oh no! <laughs> this is TVMA. It's a lot of 
Go ahead, Gary. Uh, uh, this I played way back on Rock Solidopedia Volume A. Wow. But And I was happy to bring it back because it's, uh, yeah, maybe my favorite TV theme uh, by the Adrizi Brothers, and it's for Nanny and the Professor. Oh, hold on a second. Let's drop this in real quick. Rock Solid Rehash. <laughs> 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 sweet, wise, and wonderful, who are mystical, magical Nanny. Since the day that Nanny came to stay with us, fantastic things keep happening. Is there really magic in the things she does? Or is love the only magic thing that Nanny brings? I just love the, uh, the s- fake psychedelic yeah. uh, feel of that. A little, That's a little Davy Jonesy yeah, in there. I like when they go, uh, the dust is only love. <laughs> I, I love that. I don't, the Brothers were a popular, like, heartthrob. Yeah, band, they? yeah, they were like, kind of like Jonas Brothers or something like and that. The, yeah. And Nanny was hot. Juliet oh, Mills. Mills yeah. was so hot. She was great. And it's Hey, Bird, I've <laughs> got <laughs> something <laughs> for Nanny. <laughs> that show was only on like one season, so there's not a whole lot of epi- uh, episodes no. of it. But her, well, you know who was the star of that show? Was Michael Ramondo <laughs> Phillips, Dick, Dick Long, Dick Long, Dick Long, <laughs> Richard Long, get out of here, Long. get out of here, Dick Leave. Long was his name. <laughs> Someone's moving in on my territory, <laughs> Bird. But that was one of the first of the you know single bachelor kids, right? And, and that show, but I I thought it was great. It was sort of like Mary Poppins, but I loved. It. I remember when FX first started and they had original shows and reruns, yeah, and they showed Nanny and the Professor. It was it, fucking great. It's worth watching. Yeah, she had the little hat. Oh, man. Yeah. Snuffleupagus will bang anything, man. I was with Nanny McPhee. What? <laughs> what? Where does that come from? I don't know. Wrong. You just, Are you drunk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> hey, but when you play this one, be careful, because this one, this song was, I bought it off iTunes, and it's so much louder than anything I've ever heard in my life. Um, well, these guys rock hard. Uh, oh, you, you know they do. And they love, uh, they love getting bare naked, mm-hmm. and they love ladies. Mm-hmm. And this is for my 2000 theme. This is... Uh, uh, theme from Big Bang Theory. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall, they built the pyramids. Math, science, history, unraveling the mystery that all started with a Big Bang. Now, after that, it goes on for uh, for uh, another. Uh, the longer minute. version is much better because it's it's it, it's like kind of like they might be giants. It's got like a yeah. lot of history and like real stuff in it. It's it's a cool and you know they wrote that song for the show. It's not on an album. No, you can buy it on iTunes though. Yeah, but it's not on a Bare Naked Ladies record. You're you can purchase it though on iTunes. <laughs> yes, you can. But yeah. they wrote it for separately from me. Yes, it's uh, but it's uh, available out there. For yes, it is. <laughs> I'm just saying it's rare that an established band uh-huh. will write a theme song specifically to be used on a TV show. Well, if you think about it, this is available on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if you don't think about it, it's available on iTunes. Really independent of what you're thinking, it's still yeah. Your fact. thought does not control its iTunes availability. <laughs> well, what I'm saying 
is click download and purchase. <laughs> I Behold. have, I have uh, that. That was always always on my list of favorite theme songs. Big I, Bang Theory was. Yeah, I like the available show. on iTunes. <laughs> oh, really? I ought to get it. How do, how do you, how does that work? The iTunes. Well, you just go on just, there. You log in with the name and a thing. And whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down. Yeah, I'll call you. <laughs> Thanks. No, that's a great theme. It's it's informative. It's funny. It's catchy. I wish sometime they would play the whole thing on the on the show. But well, you should just get it on it iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can hear it at any time. Why does somebody not tell me that it's on iTunes? <laughs> I don't know. Where did you hear about this? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, what's next on your list? we got to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Uh, my Next on my list is the theme to Suits, uh, which is a great USA show. Um, it's been out for a couple seasons. It's uh, I love a lot of the shows on USA, but I don't know. For some reason, when this show starts... The theme song is very catchy, and it always gets me in the mood, and I always sit through it and listen to it. Wow, that's like some cool mid late late Beach Boys or something. Yeah, I think it's called Greenback Boogie because that's what they say at the end. But Greenback I, Boogie, I'm gonna I have, look that up. I have no idea what the what the information is on that song, but okay. it's a it's a cool song. And it's a great show. My friend Rick Hoffman is on it. He's brilliant. But uh, I really like the show a lot. And it's about like uh, guys work at the men's warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll yeah, and like they say at the end of the episode, they go, "You're gonna like the way you look," and then they freeze. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this, this is weird. Accidentally, I was looking at because i have my itunes up too so i can see what i'm going to play and i accidentally clicked over to where my email is and paul read what my top email says in the subject heading uh, <laughs> that's from, weird isn't it's it? from largo at the coronet and it says john sebastian invites you to bring friend for free next week wow and boo him off the stage <laughs> what that's weird that's why would they that's invite weird. that yeah go see john sebastian at the largo yeah welcome, weird welcome yeah. back to largo what happens <laughs> what happens if you go see him and he doesn't sing welcome back that guy, you should have got more than that gary gary goes well, welcome back to Largo." <laughs> yes, i heard it uh that would be weird would you be mad if you went well, yeah, and saw him yeah, live because he's only got uh, you well, know. some love and spoon he'll do yeah. yeah some love and spoonful songs yeah what, do you did, believe did they in do magic? Summer in the City? Yeah. What, what did we figure out it was? Because I used to think it was Hot Damn, Summer in the City. Hot Town. Hot town. It's Hot Town. <laughs> oh, Hot Town. I thought it was Hot Down. <laughs> hey, what did you think it was? I thought it was Hot Damn, hot Summer damn. in the City. And I thought it was Hot Time. That's right. But it's Hot Town. <laughs> we all hot thought town. different. Yep. <laughs> it is yep. a Hot Town. What's up, Gary? Oh, it's me. Um, let's hear uh, a little bit of some Waylon Jennings. Uh, 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 speed up to about uh, 120 on this one because uh, we'll hear the second verse of the yes. Pizza Hazard theme Much where he better. talks about, uh, he does a little, gets a little self referential. Right. I think. That's just a little bit old for the law will lie. I'm a good old boy. You know, my mama loved me. But you don't understand to keep a show in my hands and not my face on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and then he laughs. And then he laughs. Because <laughs> he knows it's hilarious. <laughs> you can bring that down. Because that, uh, on the bumper, they would just show like uh, his hands playing. Yeah, and, and, and he was the balladeer. He, yeah. was, he was the narrator of the well, show. Well, it was about yep. this time the old Duke boy's uh, meth lab was in a heap of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I hated the Dukes of Hazard when I was a kid. I thought it was oh, retarded. And now you love it. I quite enjoyed it. Well, I, I look back on it with, uh, with fondness, yes. <laughs> Although it, does, it makes no sense to me how the three of them are cousins and Uncle Jesse is not any of their fathers. They've made it clear that the three of them are cousins. Yeah. They're no, not brothers and sisters. And Uncle Jesse is all three of their uncles. Well, that's, they that's, could have t- Uncle Jesse could have two siblings. Some bananas. Yeah, but he had, at least, he had at least three siblings. Or five. Was, was Coy and... Uh, oh, oh, because of the other cousins. Oh, that's yeah, what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. yeah, all three of them are cousins, so he has to have at least three siblings to be their parents. And then Coy and Vance come along. They're uh, cousins, too. When 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 Bo, Luke, and Daisy were, were kids, like uh, eight, nine, or ten, mm-hmm. um, Uncle Jesse met them on the internet. Oh. <laughs> and then what we brought, call a funky uncle. Yes, <laughs> brought them over. That's why, is that why they were constantly using air quotes yes. whenever they talked about him? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay. Uncle Here's Jesse. my last one. This is, uh, this is my wife's favorite theme, TV theme song. This is... Uh, this is um, I, I'm putting this in my 2010 bracket, but this show I think actually debuted in 2008. But I'm cheating a little bit. But this is a theme from Damages mm. called. Uh, that's a show with Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. This song is called "When I Am Through with You," and uh, this is awesome. Pilar loves this. Jesus. Tambourine in there. That's, that's a temp brutal. pet. Yep, that's, that's the VLA. When I am through with wow. you, there won't be anything My left. Goodness, which is that's definitely appropriate for damage. A- absolutely, it's a, a brutal show. Did you I, watch it? Did you watch the whole five seasons? No, because I don't have DirecTV, so I only right. watched the first three on FX. I heard that. The last one, especially, was really good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good. Oh. The, the season you didn't see the season with Martin Short then. Yes. Oh, you did. That was the third season. Yeah, that was yeah, the third was, season. he was great. It was really. It's. It was almost funny to see him be not funny. So yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like you, you're taking. You realize I'm totally taking this guy seriously, and he was Clifford. Because you know, <laughs> well, as soon as you see Martin Short's face, you want to start to laugh, yes. and yeah. then he's not being funny. And he's not just not being funny, but being like a cruel dick, yeah, like a bad person. He was awful. That's a brutal. That's a brutal song. So, Paul, bring us home here. We, uh, you could uh, play and, one or both, or, or you could sing a song. Sing a song. Well, the first these two songs are really corny. Um, this one uh, is the theme to the loop, mm-hmm. and I like it because it's kind of terrible, but. It obviously it knows it's terrible. So listen to it, and you decide if it's terrible or not. All the scientists are running around looking for the monkey, but he can't be found because he's down by the pond playing hockey with the kids. And all the mothers are running around looking for the children, but they can't be found because he's down by the pond playing hockey with the monkey. <laughs> and it's one, two, three, the kids love the monkey at four, five, six. The monkey's got a hockey stick, seven, eight, nine, having a good time, yeah. That is fun. Right? 
I love it. I and like the original, that a lot. On the, in, on the show, it would end right there, but it goes on much farther. And the, sh- the show, The Loop, was a hilarious show um, with Brett Christensen where he worked at an airline, like in the corporate uh, okay. version of an airline. That's why it's called The Loop. Mm-hmm. And they lived in Chicago. Uh, Which is, there's also an area in Chicago exactly. called The Loop. Thanks. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> and uh, but he, uh, the show had the song had nothing to do with the show. It was there was just no hockey cool, playing monkeys on the show. No, okay. and apparently, and I, I remember looking it up. This band who does this sings songs exclusively about hockey. <laughs> all their songs are about hockey, and they're all about that quality. Nice. It's a fucking. It's a crazy junkyard band. It's who niche. Just got lucky. It's very niche. I'm sure they're Canadian. Um, but my last song is a is a game show theme. Ah. And let me tell you, the quality of this MP3 uh, was terrible. I got, well, I have... We'll, uh, we'll do the best we can. I have the, the song on a CD. I have a CD of game show yeah. themes, which is really good. But this one I found on YouTube and sent it to Pat. Um, and uh, it's called The Wizard of Odds. It's The oh, Wizard wait, of and Odds. And who sings this? It's sung and written by Alan Thicke. It's yeah. a Canadian game show hosted by Alex Trebek. It right. was his first game yeah, show totally that he hosted. This. And uh, it was, so it's hosted by a Canadian. The theme song is written and sung by a Canadian. It's the most Canadian game show you'll ever <laughs> see. Who's the man with the money makes a dark day sunny? Who's the fella every day gives a bundle away? Who's the guy with the prizes that light up your eyes? It's never ending. Get a friend and get ready to play. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I haven't heard this in so long. Wizard of Odds. Hey, 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 hey. That's my favorite part. It's such a corny song. And, and, uh, because you would, game shows would never do that today. You yeah, never and they should. Somebody the- Yeah, there should be words to theme songs. But it, it, there's very few game shows that have words. You know, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, all the big ones, not, they don't. But that is so fun and funny to me. Because game show themes become iconic, like Match Game and Jeopardy. Yeah. You know, people, you know, people, how many times has someone done that to you? They ask you a question and then go, do, do, do. Exactly. But ne- how many times does someone go, hey, Pat. Yeah, hi. Do you know, can you say pi to the 10th digit? Go ahead. I'll give you time to think about it. Uh, it's the Wizard of Odds. <laughs> Wizard of Odds. <laughs> Those kind of themes are gone. And that's one yeah. of the things I like about TV themes is they, they capture a moment in time. Uh, you know, like you were pointing out, they, they I- 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 embrace the, the music of the day and, you know, what's going on. And, uh, and unlike some of the shittier music of the time. Could I coerce Pat, when you? when was the last well, time uh, someone uh, came up to you and said, my best friend's wife, uh, her butt looks like a blank. Matt, you were looking for a playout song, I think. I got, yeah, I got one. Before you do that, Paul, could you, uh, could you fancy us with a little of your uh, personal <laughs> theme song? Oh, sure. Can you do acapella? Are you okay yeah, with it? Well, of course. I'm a pro. Okay. I can roll with it. It goes like this. And I wrote the lyrics to this, too. Behind the screen, there's a world of pure imagination. Behind the screen, there's a world built for you and me. Take my hand and I'll point you in the right direction. Towards the world of the king of TV. Self-proclaimed king of TV. (laughs) I'm the king of TV. That's me. King of TV. 
much. Right that's, here. And that's also on my CD, The Greatest Hits of the King, which you can order at thekingoftv.com. Is that available on iTunes? <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> because Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh, what? Thank you, Paul Goble. Thank you. Yes, thanks, Pat Paul. This was thanks, awesome. thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Go on Facebook. Tell us what your favorite TV theme is. And uh, like us there and write a review on iTunes. Absolutely. Follow on Twitter, Rock Solid Podcast. Yes. yes. Kyle. Peace. <laughs> and Matt, Thanks, Kyle. What do you, what do you got? Uh, this is this is one of my favorite shows, and I didn't. I never would have expected to like this show, but everyone was like, "Oh, it's great! You got to watch it." And uh, it's from I don't know six or seven years ago. We mentioned it earlier, Veronica Mars, um, oh, yeah. and this theme song is by the Dandy Warhols, sure. uh, a very successful band. And it's cool because the lyrics perfectly match. I assume that the song already existed, but the yeah. lyrics are exactly where the show begins. If you watch the first episode, this is exactly what is happening to the lead yeah. character. So it's kind of a cool, like it, it's a great pull for them. It's uh, meta. And it's an awesome song. So here we go. This is uh, We Used to Be Friends. Are you talking to me? <laughs>